Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the breaking news, President Biden ordering F-22s to shoot down another high-flying object, this time over Alaska. And it's the second time in less than a week that the Air Force shot down something that's intruded U.S. airspace. The object was flying at an altitude of 40,000 feet and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. The new details tonight as the Pentagon works to determine if this is related to that Chinese spy balloon. The miracle rescues a family of six found alive more than 100 hours after that devastating earthquake. Plus, remember that baby born in the rubble? Now given a name, Aya, which means miracle in Arabic. Also this evening, the FBI searches former Vice President Mike Pence's Indiana home what agents found. Shocking allegations. A federal lawsuit accuses the same officers in Tyree Nichols' death of beating and threatening to kill a black army veteran three days before Nichols was attacked. The New York-bound Delta flight that made an emergency landing. We have the new details. Ahead of Valentine's Day, why lab-grown diamonds could soon become a $50 billion industry on the road with a story of forgiveness. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Friday night. Tonight, the losses in Turkey and Syria climbed to more than 23,000. 
But there are some glimmers of hope. A 10-day-old and his mother were pulled alive from the rubble today. And this family, a husband, wife, and their four children rescued after 101 hours trapped under debris, a small air pocket keeping them alive. Another story we're tracking, the FBI search of Mike Pence's home is now over. After five hours, agents tonight leaving with additional documents, and we've got new information on that in just a moment. But first, the new questions tonight after the White House revealed just this afternoon that an F-22 fighter jet shot down another object flying over Alaska. The debris landed on a frozen body of water, so the Pentagon is working to recover the object. Officials trying to determine what the object was doing and if China or any other country had anything to do with it. CBS's Weijia Jiang is going to start us off tonight from the White House with those breaking new details. Good evening, Weijia. Good evening to you, Nora. Tonight, Pentagon officials say they don't know who owned or operated the object, what it was capable of, or why it was in the air. But they are certain it would have been too risky to wait for all those answers before taking it out. On the orders of President Biden, the F-22 fighter jet shot down the unidentified object at 1.45 this afternoon. Success. The White House says the U.S. first detected the unmanned object last night, flying at 40,000 feet above the northern coast of Alaska and floating northeast, well within the range of commercial planes. And posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. And it came in inside our territorial waters. Uh, those waters right now are frozen, but inside uh, territorial uh, airspace and over territorial waters. Pentagon officials said the latest object was shot down so quickly because it was over frozen water, making it easier to recover, and because its size would create less of a debris field. It was much, much smaller than uh, the spy balloon that we took down last Saturday, roughly the size of a small car, as opposed to a payload that was like two or three buses size, right? Several military aircraft are now involved in the recovery effort off the coast of Alaska. The object breached U.S. airspace less than a week after the military shot down a Chinese spy balloon, which also entered over Alaska before making its way over several states in seven days, prompting bipartisan backlash over how long it took. It's good news that they're on alert now. It still begs the question why they weren't on alert last week when the spy balloon uh, flew into our airspace. Today, the U.S. announced it added Chinese firms that are connected to Beijing's surveillance balloon program to an export blacklist so they can't access U.S. technology or goods. The White House says they have not reached out to China about this new object shutdown. Nora? All right, Weijia Jiang with all those new details. Thank you. Overseas now to Turkey and Syria, where the death toll continues to climb five days after the deadliest earthquake in more than a decade. Over 140,000 rescue personnel are on the ground in Turkey. But in Syria, it's a much different story. Aid workers are incredibly short-staffed, and they say they're in desperate need of help. CBS's Chris Livesay is in the disaster zone in Turkey. In Turkey's southeastern city of Adiaman, they now live among the rubble, every one of them with relatives inside. Alive or dead, they don't always know. But five days after the earthquake, hope is beginning to slip through the ragged fingers they've been digging with. Rescuers are looking inside this 
gaping hole on top of this fallen apartment building. And it's just one of several scenes, all in the span of just one block. It's easily the most apocalyptic thing we've seen. Among those still missing, Gul Sarun. She just turned 52 on Saturday. Ipek mm. is her sister. She's just had to bury their mother and father. Do you have any hope left that your sister might still be alive? Mm. Maybe if they started digging one or two days earlier, she says, but there was no help. Instead, victims must help themselves, and successful rescues still happen. This 10-day-old baby spent nearly four of them buried alive. His mother was also saved. And baby Aya, which means miracle in Arabic, born amidst the rubble, thousands from around the world have offered to adopt her, but she's going to live with an uncle. But in Adiaman, it's the sorrow and the cold that prevail, says Ipek. Look at us, she says. I don't have any shoes. I don't have any water to wash my hands. We have nothing. There are more dead people here than alive. This city is a cemetery. But at least aid is getting here to Turkey. In Syria, one doctor says there are only enough medical supplies for less than 20% of the affected population. And the UN said today, as many as 5 million Syrians may now be homeless because of the earthquake. Nora? Such a difficult and heartbreaking situation there. Chris Livesey, thank you so much for your reporting. Back here at home, the FBI today conducted a planned search of former Vice President Mike Pence's Indiana home looking for any classified material. CBS's Robert Costa has more on this and new details on the subpoena issued by the special counsel's office. Local police blocked the driveway leading to the Pence family home this morning as FBI officials conducted an exhaustive five-hour search, leaving with one document with classified markings and six additional pages. Pence and his family were traveling in California. His team fully cooperated with the search, which came weeks after around 12 classified documents were found in the residence last month. The former vice president, who is considering a 2024 presidential bid, told CBS in early January he took no classified documents when leaving office. There were no classified uh, materials that, that left uh, the White House or remained in our possession. But days later, a personal aide did find documents in his home. Mistakes were made. And I take full responsibility. For Pence, it's just the latest interaction with the Justice Department. Special counsel Jack Smith, investigating former President Trump's efforts to overturn the election, wants to hear from Pence under oath about the pressure campaign he faced from Trump. And I hope Mike is going to do the right thing. I hope so. Trump's relentless pleas for Pence to block the certification of the election and his refusal to do so spark fury among some Trump supporters on January 6. The president's words and actions in and around January 6 were reckless. Of interest to the special counsel, sources said is Pence's reportedly intense meeting with Trump in the Oval Office on the eve of the Capitol attack when Trump was trying to cling to power. But it's unclear how exactly Pence will handle the special counsel's subpoena and whether Trump will try to block Pence's potential testimony by citing executive privilege when it comes to private discussions. And last 
month, Nora, CBS News has just learned that lawyers for former President Trump found new documents marked as classified at his Florida estate Mar-a-Lago and turned them over to federal agents, according to two people familiar with that exchange. Well, that's new tonight. More Trump documents. More Trump documents turned over to the Justice Department. It's an ongoing saga across the board. All right. Robert Costa with that new reporting. Thank you so much. Turning now to the war in Ukraine, Russia ramping up its attacks today. Ukrainian citizens scrambled to bomb shelters and subway stations as Russia fired a new wave of missiles, knocking out power across much of the country. And we learned today that President Biden will travel to Poland on February 20th to show support for Ukraine as it marks one year since the start of Russia's invasion. About 10,000 U.S. troops are stationed in Poland. Tonight in Tennessee, the Shelby County District Attorney is promising a review of every case, both open and closed, involving the five former Memphis police officers charged in the beating death of Tyree Nichols. Meanwhile, another man has come forward accusing those same officers of a similar attack just three days before Nichols was beaten. Here's CBS's Elise Preston. One month after Tyree Nichols' death following this brutal beating in Memphis, another man has come forward claiming he was beaten and arrested by the same five officers now charged with second-degree murder. Those are the same five officers. Montarius Harris has filed a $5 million lawsuit against the officers and the city of Memphis, claiming they attacked him just three days earlier. At the point where the officer, he was like, you know, stopped reaching for the gun, and I knew that I didn't have a gun, I really wasn't sure. Like, the 22-year-old was booked on a gun possession charge as a convicted felon and spent several days in jail. The district attorney is now reviewing all cases involving the five officers. Former Shelby County Prosecutor Josh Corman says the review is warranted. Prosecutor is going to have to look at those cases, probably all of those cases on a case-by-case -case basis, to figure out if those are cases that they can still meet their burden of proof. Internal disciplinary documents obtained by CBS News reveal more about the officer's encounter with Nichols. Demetrius Haley can be heard shouting that Nichols tried to grab one of the officer's guns. Justin Smith and Tadarius Bean are accused of punching Nichols several times and holding his arms while other officers assaulted him. Smith was the only officer to defend his actions on the record, stating that he propped Nichols up against the squad car after the violent struggle so he could breathe better and called for medical assistance. Attorneys for the five charged officers had no comment on the lawsuit. They are due in court on the criminal charges for the first time next week. Elise Preston, CBS News. There were some terrifying moments today aboard a Delta Airlines flight. Shocked passengers on the trip from Scotland to New York could be heard crying when an engine apparently caught fire just after takeoff. You can see flames underneath the wing. The pilot safely made an emergency landing. Delta says it was a mechanical issue. Valentine's Day is fast approaching, and it's probably no surprise it's one of the most popular times of the year for the diamond industry. But many gift shoppers are now choosing diamonds made in a lab rather than natural ones. The lab-grown diamond market is projected to reach nearly $50 billion in 2030. So in tonight's American Innovation, CBS's Nancy Chen takes a look at this gemstone alternative. 
<laughs> when Eric Nelson proposed to Brittany Drygus, the hardest material on earth had become a little easier to buy. Did you always want to seek out a lab-grown diamond? Frankly, I didn't know what a lab-grown diamond was until a few months before we went shopping for a ring. Demand for lab-grown diamonds has spiked the past few years, driven primarily by younger buyers, attracted to their affordability, sustainability, and traceability. I was turned off just by knowing how some uh, mine diamonds are sourced. So if it wasn't for being a lab-grown diamond, you perhaps would not have gotten a diamond engagement ring. Yeah, I'd probably just get a band. The diamonds can cost up to 50% less. This is where you grow diamonds. Yes, this is our state-of-the-art production facility. Jonathan Levine-Miles is an executive at WD Diamonds, a pioneer in the lab-grown diamond industry. You're saying these are very much real diamonds. Yes, correct. I can attest to that, having made them myself. <laughs> the jewels develop in this top-secret lab just outside D.C. from paper-thin slices of a diamond blasted with gases and microwaves. And Levine-Miles says the results are the same as natural diamonds. Lab-grown diamonds are chemically, physically, optically the same as mine diamonds. It's a process that Levine-Miles says consumes less energy than mining. These are actually trapezoids. Nelson and Dragas are now married and looking forward to a future together. What does this ring symbolize? It symbolizes us, our relationship, our commitment to one another. And there's a certain ring to that. Nancy Chen, CBS News, New York. May love be in your future. All right, the U.S. showed off its military might, launching an intercontinental ballistic missile thousands of miles into the Pacific. Why? The details next. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great-tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The U.S. Air Force flexed some of its military muscle overnight, test launching an unarmed intercontinental ballistic missile. The Minuteman III missile flew more than 4,000 miles from the California coast to the Marshall Islands. Officials say these routine test launches are aimed at deterring adversaries and assuring U.S. allies in the region. There's some breaking news from here in Washington. Senator John Fetterman of Pennsylvania was released from the hospital today, two days after being admitted because he was feeling lightheaded. The Democrat suffered a stroke last year during his campaign. A spokesperson says tests revealed no signs of another stroke or seizure. Tiger Woods surprised his fans today with a big announcement. We'll have the details next. 
Tiger Woods is returning to PGA competition next week. He's taking part in the Genesis Invitational, which he's also hosting in Los Angeles. It will be his first time walking 18 holes in competition since the British Open last summer. Woods was in a terrible crash in 2021, shattering his right leg and ankle. All right, tonight the countdown to kickoff is on for Super Bowl 57. Sunday's big game between the Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs is expected to rake in a record $600 million in ad revenue with a 30-second spot costing as much as $7 million. While halftime performer Rihanna is still fine-tuning her set list, she dropped a promotional video to the tune of Run This Town, her 2009 hit with Jay-Z and Kanye West. All right, coming up, an example of the miracle of second chances. That's next on The Road. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Finally tonight, CBS's Steve Hartman brings us a story about how forgiveness can lead to redemption on the road. The man in the green hoodie is Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, City Councilman Ralph Rodriguez trying to scare away a would-be burglar. He was at this window? Literally at the window. I saw him prying into here. The guy was trying to break into the office of a nonprofit Rodriguez runs. He just kind of took off. Just kept running Just kept going, yep. All the perpetrator left behind was this grainy image on a doorbell camera. So he could have gotten away with it. If only he hadn't reached out to Rodriguez on social media, offering his name and his confession. I have to be willing to face the consequences, and that is what I'm ready to do. For most crime victims, that would be case closed. But for Ralph Rodriguez, it was opportunity opened. He didn't want to add another young man to the prison rolls, especially one with no prior criminal record. So instead of pressing charges, he pressed for answers. So you decide to meet this guy? Absolutely. And I actually took the time to hear a story, see the environment in which he lives in, and I get it. Poverty has a way of pushing you to do things that you would have never imagined you were even capable of doing. 22-year-old Rashawn Turner agreed to talk with us, on condition we not show his face. I made a severe lapse in my judgment that night. My father was struggling with basic needs, and I was like, I can't sit here and just wait for what little we still have to be taken away. I have to do something. And when Ralph Rodriguez heard that, he did something. Making sure he's financially good and has just some clothes on his back. So you started sending him money? Absolutely. The guy who just tried to rob Absolutely. you? Absolutely, yep. 
Because what he doesn't need anymore is any more disappointments. I'm pretty sure people have told him things in his life and dropped the ball 10 out of 10 times. It's just not what I'm prepared to do. And that's what you're bringing. Look, so yeah. Rodriguez turned the other yep. cheek. See how close we got to that? Gave him part-time work painting the very place he just tried to burglarize and set him up with job training. See that? I thought that there would be no one willing to help me, but you never know, you just have to ask. But I wasn't willing to ask. What are you gonna do with this chance? Not waste it. Let me look up this permit test. Ralph Rodriguez, the best kind of crime fighter. You just need a shot. Steve Hartman. Yeah, I'd be remiss if I didn't try my best to get you that shot, man. On the road in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. He found his guardian angel. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night and have a great weekend. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.